Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at LSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. In this episode, I'm speaking with Eileen Connor, Director of Human Resources at Bober Markey Fedorovich, about how to manage a difficult employee. We discuss what being a difficult employee even means, how to have a discussion about behavior, the impacts difficult employees have on the organization and those around them, and much more. We kick things off when I asked Eileen if this is something most managers will have to deal with at some point in their career. Uh, People are people. And so whether we like it or not, we often bring everything about us to the workplace. So um, a difficult employee can be uh, someone who is you know, causing difficulties because of stuff that is happening outside of the workplace, but also, and, and oftentimes, hopefully it's, it's because of things going on in the workplace. Definitely. And I think difficult, depending on your perspective, could mean a lot of different things, you know, and maybe it means that um, this employee doesn't get along with their coworkers. Maybe they're perpetually late or seem to disregard, you know, other, um, commonly accepted rules throughout the office, Uh, depending on, you know, what difficult means to your situation, when is the time to, you know, speak with the employee about their behavior? Well, first and foremost, let me, let me start by saying you're absolutely right that there's a lot of, a lot of ways we could interpret difficult. As an HR professional in general, Most of the time, I think my experience has been that difficult employees fall somewhere on this continuum of willing and ability. So willingness and ability. And most often, um, the good news is, is that most employees in my, again, in my experience, I can really only speak to mine, are willing, they're just not able. So that could be a skill issue, that could be a mismatch in qualifications when hired for the job. Um, could be any, any number of things that a, a person is unable to do something, but they may be very willing. So probably the first step for a manager of a difficult employee is to identify what that looks like. Is this something that is because they are unable or unwilling to do it? And if for reason, what are those reasons, right? So if we use the example of an employee who's late all the time, they may be very willing to be on time, but there might be something that is happening outside of the workplace that is preventing that from happening. Um, for another late employee, it could just be because they have no, you know, they're they're no longer willing. So I'm hope I hope that's making a little bit of sense, but. Um, But in terms of the willingness, it often does come and is related to an employee's engagement with the organization. Um, And it is, it really is important to identify whether it is a matter of unwillingness or an inability to do the job um, and or that is what's creating the quote unquote difficulty. Because like you mentioned with the late example, you don't necessarily know Uh, maybe the reasons behind someone's action. So it's a good, it sounds like it's a good um, reminder to kind of check in with them and investigate a little bit further, you know, before you jump to conclusions and think, you know, they're just late because they don't care about the job. When I would always suggest immediate, as close to the behavior as possible is your best option for changing the behavior. So 
allowing somebody to be late for four months before you actually say something just challenges your credibility as a leader and also suggests to the employee that it's not really that important. Um, so as close to the behavior that you are trying to change is when you need to get the constructive dialogue happening with the employee. I would suggest the same is true on the flip side for when you wanna give positive recognition and reinforcement as close to the behavior as possible. You know, the credibility of someone as a leader, especially when they're managing um, other staff. And it, it makes me wonder, do you have any advice for maybe those who are working on managing a difficult employee, but realize that they have not maybe done a great job of it thus far? Like you mentioned, maybe they have let someone come in late for four months and now they're thinking, okay, now I need to talk with them. How, how should people kind of approach this situation when they realize that they do have a difficult employee and so far they haven't done a great job of working with them on their behavior? I would suggest that if a manager is aware that they may have also dropped the ball, I think some level of ownership is, is needed in the discussion with the difficult employee that says, this is something I perhaps should have brought to you months ago. Um, however, for whatever reasons, et cetera, I wanted to see if you, your behavior was going to change. I wanted to be flexible with you. I, I think it's important for a manager to own that. And other times it can be, it can be a sensitive piece because you also don't want the manager to suggest that um, they're necessarily they've done something wrong. And it could be because some difficult employees can run with that. Um, I think for the most part though, again, and I can really only speak to my experience, um, when a manager approaches something, even if they were late in coming to the party, I think owning that, acknowledging it, and then moving on to the behavior discussion is the most important thing. So, so don't spend an awful lot of time talking about how you as the manager didn't do what you were supposed to do. The most important thing is to own it and move right into the behavior that you're expecting from the employee or what you're seeing in terms of their performance not matching what your expectations are. Um, I think humility is important uh, for managers. And I also think, again, coming to these discussions with an open mind is really important as well. My experience has also seen that sometimes managers get mad, right? And, and, and that's certainly understandable, especially if they've had to deal with a difficult employee for a while. But but we're talking about people. And so the most effective, the most effective discussion you're going to have with a difficult employee is where you come with, with this idea of an open mind and the ability to help both the employee and the organization versus anger, um, rudeness. None, none of that ever works. None of that works ever. And You've mentioned, you know, that behavior discussion, it sounds like is is crucial when you're working with um, a difficult employee. How would you suggest that a manager prepare for that discussion? I know that you mentioned trying to have that as soon as you see the behavior that for whatever reason isn't acceptable. How should that discussion go? They do need to do some prep work. I would suggest that um, as much detail as they're able to have handy for a discussion with an employee is important, any key dates, any key information that's needed, um, get that written down, get yourself to bullet pointed list of, of items you wanna talk about. And perhaps one of the other most important things is 
again, impact to the organization or fellow employees is really important. Um, so under, so helping the employee understand, again, th these aren't conversations we enjoy having, but this is the, the, this is the direct result of your behavior on the, the organization, your fellow employees, the clients, whatever that is, they need to, they need to have that linkage brought to them about how their behavior is impacting the rest of their, the rest of those that they interact with. Um, so that's really important again, because this isn't about the employee as a person, this is about their behavior and its impact. I hope that makes some sense. Um, this isn't, this isn't about, this isn't personal, this is process. So, um, and that, and that can be really difficult for a manager who has worked with somebody for a long time, who either their behavior is, is changing dramatically and they're not used to it or somebody that they've been working with for a long time whose behavior continues not to change. In which case, if, if for the latter, I would certainly suggest that it may be time to escalate things um, and, and possibly consider disciplinary action or termination for an employee who's not, you know, for example, these conversations have been held repeatedly. Say, you know, a manager has done all that they can. They've had these discussions. When is the time to, you know, seriously consider um, repercussions for the employee who hasn't been responsive, hasn't shown, you know, a willingness to change their behavior? Again, it depends. It's going to depend on the egregiousness of the behavior. Um, you know, again, if, if you can tolerate somebody being late because they have a sick parent, excellent, as flexible and accommodating as you can be okay um, but if it's for another more egregious matter again that that may require immediate action and termination or discipline so so sometimes those are going to be um, some conversations the uh, organization's leadership are going to have or the department leadership is going to have to have um, and again, if the behavior is egregious, I will be the first one to recommend that engaging with your um, employment attorney will be important just to make sure that all all bases are covered. But it can be a, it can be a hard decision for an organization to make some may decide to handle it as part of an annual review or a, uh, or complete a performance improvement plan. It also depends on whether your organization has a progressive discipline policy in place. Um, in which case, if you do, you need to follow that policy and those steps in the policy. And how should managers handle the situation if an employee is acting out in a public way that threatens a manager's credibility as a leader? Unfortunately, been part of situations where you've had a, a difficult employee and, you know, some poor behavior. Um, and a lot of people know it and, and it can be unfortunate because to protect the, you know, the employee, the, the difficult employee, if you will, um, because there are matters of privacy and confidentiality, et cetera, you, you're very limited in how much you can share with those who have been impacted by this behavior about what you're, what you're doing. If there are others who have complained about the, the employee's behavior, um, there will need to be some sort of looping back with them, especially if they have also reported it. So it might just be, um, uh, so if the issue is simply with the manager and um, 
you know, and the employee and the, the, the fellow rest of the organization isn't privy to it. I don't think there's anything that's necessary to be to be said or looped back with other employees. Do you know what I mean? Um, but on occasion, and you know, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't seen a few in my day that where an employee's behavior has an impact on an entire department or an entire group of people, in which case there is some level of communication that needs to be had with them that says that they're um, their complaints about the their fellow employee are being taken seriously. They're going to be addressed at the management level, and um, the expectation will be that that some changes to behavior will be evident. And that's pretty much all you can say. You know what I mean? There is not, you know, but that has a lot to do with the credibility of the organization as a whole too, and making sure that those discussions with difficult employees are held. Um, you know, in a timely basis and that the, the follow-up and the, um, you know, really that holding people accountable is happening. For a manager, when is this something that they should bring, you know, to their superiors? When should they talk to their bosses, uh, what a, whether that's, you know, the executive team or um, just the next level above you when they're thinking, I need to keep them in the loop about this employee's behavior? And when is it something that a manager can say, I think I can handle this on my own right now? I think the reality is anytime a manager believes he or she needs assistance regarding a difficult employee, I would always like to encourage them to reach out to their supervisor or HR for assistance. I will always suggest to an employee, take my time if you need it so that we do this right, right? And the reality is a lot of people don't know how to handle a difficult employee. So I would always suggest to a manager who may need to address a difficult employee to, to reach out for help from their own uh, partner, or, you know, manager themselves or from HR. Again, especially in Ohio, um, managers, well, and this is just me mambling, so I don't use this, but when I came to Ohio, I was surprised to learn too that um, in New York, um, other employees of an organization can't be sued, but in Ohio, they can. So an organization and its employees can be if, you know, if for any reason there is, um, you know, there's discrimination or whatever. So, so I always try to suggest to my managers, because I, I know what they're capable of, um, to always reach out. I don't think there should ever be Hopefully a manager who reaches out for help to address a difficult employee is met with support and guidance and, and um, just assistance in doing so. I would suggest that a manager also not think that they have to handle a difficult employee alone um, because that hopefully is what their HR people are there for to help coach them and guide them. And that is, that's actually a primary function of my role is to actually help coach and guide them through that conversation if they opt to have it without um, a partner or a higher level person present. Um, I sort of coach them through the process. So the long answer to that is anytime a manager feels they need support to discuss an, a difficult employee, they should reach out, absolutely. They, there should be no reason why they feel they have to tackle it on their own. Um, and sometimes from a affirmative defense perspective, it helps to engage and involve a higher up sooner rather than later if you do have a difficult employee.
As you said, it, it may need to be handled on, on a case-by-case -case basis. If we're talking about attendance manners, that may be able to be handled um, by the manager with a CC or, a, um, or some sort of notification to the higher up person. Um, but if it's, if it's a matter related to discrimination, disparagement, hostile work environment, um, those should, you know, managers should know they always have resources and, and should utilize them. And Eileen, you've brought up a lot of great points, a lot of good things to consider and prepare for when managers are, are going into this uh, discussion with a difficult uh, employee. Is there any um, advice that you would leave listeners with to kind of remember when they are about to uh, take this on and, and just keep in the in the back of their heads as they're approaching this situation? Mm -hmm. Yes, we, we talked briefly about being prepared and I can't stress enough how important it is for the manager to be prepared for this discussion. That would include any dates, times, examples. Um, you know, employees will want examples, um, and and they should. Like again, because we're trying to link the employee's behavior with impacts to the organization, their colleagues, or their clients, and even possibly to the difficult employee's own career progression. So, coming prepared with dates, examples, etc. Um, I would also suggest that any and all documentation used to prepare um, simply be what we call just the facts so no editorializing no emotional information just literally here's here's the things and here's the impacts right so trying to take all of the emotion out of it these can be these can be difficult for managers because as i said sometimes they, they get mad because you know this is one more thing they have to do right um, so, so coming prepared and being able to tackle it from the most, um, uh, most logical and professional versus emotional is going to help the manager tremendously. Um, and then coming to some agreement after you sit down with the employee about what that looks like, what that new behavior looks like, um, what those expectations are that absolutely should always be memorialized. And frankly, I always tell the manager, don't ask the employee to memorialize it for you. You memorialize it for them and get it back to them in an email and make sure that there's agreement about the new behaviors that'll be going forward. So again, preparation really is key as is that, that follow-up. So, um, so typically if someone is going to have a difficult conversation with, a, with an employee because of their behavior, that follow-up documentation and memorializing the expectations is really, really critical. This is such an important part of a manager's role. And sometimes it gets pushed to the side for client matters. And, you know, I'm speaking pretty much in terms of firms and, and that, but it sometimes gets pushed to the side for other client priorities, other employee priorities, other firm priorities. It needs a priority, these types of discussions, um, not only because, again, the most effective behavior change happens when the feedback is delivered right as close to the behavior as possible, um, but also because this is just as important as those managers' client obligations or other obligations. This, this is a key function of their role, and I, I think that um, sometimes we forget that, you know what I mean? So, um, so these are important and need to be given the same amount of 
time and attention as, as our client matters do, because they can have really, you know, not addressing a difficult employee can have far reaching impacts on an employee's, or excuse me, on a firm's culture, um, on a department, it, it, it really can. So, so addressing it um, is really vital. Um, it's an important part of a manager's job description. Thank you to Eileen for taking the time to speak with me more about how managers should handle difficult employees. What would you like to hear on the podcast? You can always let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And please remember to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.